What's up, everybody? This is JRA coming back to you with another episode from the Daily Testimony. Thank you so much for tuning in, and let's get started. All right, guys, let's get started. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I this is actually take two of recording this episode. That is why it is a couple of days late. Oh my gosh, talking about the test of resiliency. I was a little bit upset because my first take of this episode was so good, guys. I really said some really good stuff, but the audio just wasn't good. I I messed it up. I did not want to give it up. I did not want to delete it, but you know, I had to outweigh the time versus finished product so i decided to toss it and start fresh to give you guys quality content Alrighty, so this week's episode is 10 ways to stop sabotaging your destiny so I think this is a really good topic. This is something that I talk about. Any if who, Anybody who's known me for a long time and know me personally, um, I am a big advocate of breaking free, setting the captives free, really walking in who whoever you want to be, you know. And I basically just decided to take what I talk and feed into and put life into um you know, the people that I'm around into my episode, so or my podcast so that everyone can hear it. Um, so yeah, 10 ways to stop sabotaging your destiny. These are things that I have learned along the way that I am currently working on that I've seen other people follow. So I hope this um, gives you some words of encouragement just as i love to encourage the people around me i hope on this platform you were able to if you didn't already know these things i hope that this pulls them out and is further confirmation for you in your life so getting into the 10 ways the the first one that i want to touch base on which kind of really sets the tone for the rest of the list Um, is to stop putting limitations on who God has called you to be. And that really is a lifelong search, but I feel like that's something that we should actively shoot for. Who has God called me to be, you know? Yeah, I, I would say our human imaginations are so small. Who has your creator called you to be? You know, you can assume one thing, um, but it not be that. Oh, one more thing. If you guys notice, so if you guys notice throughout this list, I am going to try and remove myself um, from this list because just as when I go on the internet, I do not want to hear necessarily unless someone's a major social media influencer, I really don't want to hear about their life unless, like I said, unless they're you know, some somebody, you know, like who's who's major, who's a major influencer, you know, I know it sounds kind of selfish, but it can it can go selfish both ways, right? Um, for me to continue to talk about myself, but also the fact that, you know, we as human beings, we go on the internet, we listen to things to 
help improve ourselves. So if you notice, um, really throughout the rest of this episode, I'm going to try with other episodes not to make it so much about me. I know you guys may be interested in my life at some point, but I really want this to be about helping you and pouring into you all who um, who are listening. So a lot, like I said in the beginning, a lot of these topics, a lot of these um, different tips that I have, have been more than likely from my personal experience, but I'm really want to make this about, I really want to make this podcast something that you can reference to and not just hear about me, 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 me. That's super annoying. So anyways, I digress. So yeah, number one, really, you know, soul search, really search who God has called you to be. We need to be able to give, we need to get, right? So really, really um, find out your soul purpose in that sense. Search God first. I would say number two, get out of that. This is all that I'm good for mindset. So I've even seen it in my hometown, um, you know, other areas in my life, like at work, you know, you just see that characteristic in people that this is all I can do. This is all that I'm good for. And it really, it really does suck. Um, I've seen that in myself and others, and it's really not good. I think we all have that, I think, limitation in ourselves at, at some point in your life you do. No one's ever perfect. No one's ever gone. I feel like no one's ever gone through their whole life saying, I'm on top of the world. And, you know, there, there. sometimes there's moments in our lives like that, but not always. But it is unfortunate to see people in those type of situations where they say, well, this is all I got, you know, and it may be at that time, but don't stay there, you know really really search and really shoot for the stars because in this world we can really do whatever we want to do it's it just it's how much time and effort you want to put into it you know you you have to put in a little elbow grease to really get the wheels turning you know for for your success so yeah get out of that this is all i'm good for mindset says who You know, who told you that it definitely wasn't God. The enemy is the one who deflates us and makes it as if this is all we can produce. This is all we can do. So that's number two. I would say number three on this list is even in casual conversations at events or unsuspected places, do not be afraid to be bold when people ask what you do, what, you know, different parts of your life. I have experienced this. Like I said, not getting too much into my stories, but I would say it would behoove you to really um, not be so closed in or to when you find the opportunity to apply yourself or to let someone know who you are. Um, don't be afraid to do that. I've seen in multiple scenarios where I could be at a just a regular degular event, something that is totally unrelated to my job. And someone's like, oh, you know, well, what do you do? And I tell them what I do. And they're like, oh, wow, um, I actually do that. Or I'm actually looking for this or that. And I would say, even though um, you may not need what they're asking for or what they're inquiring about, you may not need to. You may be in a position in your life to where you're like, well, I'm really not looking for anything. Never waste a moment to create that connection because you never know in life when those situations will occur where you're like oh my gosh I need this or I'm really trying to get into this and you're like 
oh, wait a minute. I remember Tiffany or John or whoever, William from so-and-so place had something to do with that. Let me see if, if that opportunity is still available. Trust and believe. Like I said, it would be the most unsuspected conversations that, you know, you just don't, you just don't think of, but it really, it really does help you. You know, like I said, I've seen scenarios where I do a certain job outside of, you know, podcasting and things like that. And my, my mother's neighbor needed a service. And my mom, my mom did not say anything. I told her I was looking for, you know, other little side gigs or whatever the case may be, because I, I do love um, my profession at heart. And she totally missed the opportunity to mention my name, which is fine. She didn't have to. But by the time she came and told me, I was like, why didn't you say anything? <laughs> why didn't you tell him that, you need, that uh, you know, I, I actually do that service that he's looking for? Um, and she was like, oh, my gosh, I totally forgot. She called him up. It was too late. He had already found someone else. So, like I said, never and that was a casual conversation with her neighbor so your your defense is down right oh it's just my neighbor we're just talking you know seize the opportunity because even if it may not be a good match in that time moving forward you may be able to use it even if they even if you don't need it or they don't need it they can always have you in the back of their mind versus not saying anything not seizing the opportunity and then addressing them you know three weeks later or so by that time I mean you may have an opportunity but now your chances have gone down because you have you have just x'd yourself out without them or yourself even knowing it um so yeah firsthand experience all good but definitely sticks out in in my mind to sabotage selves do not not seize the moment guys do not self-sabotage in that way okay so let's see here we are on number four suggestion i would say number, set mile markers for yourself by this i mean i will i will be here at this date claim it take authority over your life um and when i say mile markers i am referencing setting different time periods in which you want to accomplish this goal and it could be anything guys it could be you know um i don't know you know getting a promotion at your job or you know getting into a hobby that you like you know be very accountable with yourself and say you know what for the past two years i've been saying i'm going to do this i'm going to set my own markers in my life so that i can say i will in six months, in three months, in two weeks, a week, I will be doing this at this time. I will be doing that at that time. Versus just speaking a bunch of idle words. Been there, done that. When you just throw around, when you just throw around words and say, well, I'm going to do it or I'll do it. If you are a, a colorful thinker as myself, you, you, you will, if you're smart, you will suddenly realize that you come up with so many ideas. There's so many things going on in life. If you do not structure it in a way to hold yourself accountable, it's just going to be a bunch of words. It's going to be a bunch of words. I mean, some things may get done, but you really need to have those. You really need to have that that check in with yourself. OK, six months has gone by. Whatever I said six months ago, have I accomplished it? Have I met that goal? And if not, 
you know, that's your prerogative, but at least you have that structure in your brain to, to not self-sabotage, you know, help your, help yourself, help you, help you. Uh, okay. So number five, write down a decree execution plan. Um, you will be surprised how it structures your way of thinking when you make decrees, organize your life and put away idle words. So that goes back to point number four. Okay. So you've, you've, you've mentally created those mile markers. These two go hand in hand, write down your decrees, write down your execute, uh, execution plans. I would say, you know, just as in my previous episode, we talked about life and death is in the power of the tongue. Um, I have found that there is power in not only prayer, but also writing things down, writing down these decrees in your life. Not only does it, not only does I, I, not only do I think it speaks, I mean business, but it also helps you to keep straight one thought from the other. And, you know, in this thing called life, you know, when you write things down, when you decree it, you're holding yourself accountable and you're speaking into existence. I mean, business, Lord willing, this is what I'm trying to do. Not everything may come to pass. Obviously, it takes some footwork. Um, you, not everything you write down will just be handed to you. You need to work it out. And sometimes even if you walk in it, you may not you may not get everything. There's there's been things that I've written down that I've seen come like that. Um and then other things, still working on it, haven't really met the um the, the, those markers yet. Or other things that as time revealed itself were, were just not appropriate. But at least I have an accountability book. At least I have an understanding of what I said 60 days ago. You know, if you're if you're a working adult and you have as busy of a life as I do, you like I said, you realize you need to keep it straight. <laughs> okay. Let's see. So number six, apply for jobs that are not that you are not qualified for because why not? <laughs> um, so this list is kind of a mixed bag. This could reference it's talking about multiple things, hobbies, jobs, like I said, destiny, life, just different life goals. This one I had to put down because this is one of those little switcheroos that I that I personally do all the time and it has worked hands down I don't regret it I do it all the time so you may be saying what is she talking about what do you mean apply for why why on earth would you apply to a job that you are not qualified for that is such a waste of time this goes back to my initial points of not limiting yourself you we see ourselves one way but God sees us an, a whole different way um, there's things that we are destined to do that we have no clue about. We we, we would never guess it. <clears throat> so how can you live out these things when you're boxing yourself in this little tiny space? So what I so to further explain this point is especially for younger individuals, you automatically think okay, I just graduated college or I'm only mid-level in my career. What is the use of me applying to this job that says it requires five years? Or even if they have, even if they don't label the requirements, you look at the title and you look at the salary and you say, that's not, that's just not me. Okay. Well, as long as you keep that attitude, yeah, it's not you. 
I have seen in multiple occasions where you really don't know what these jobs, hiring managers, you don't really know what they want until you get there. Um, I have seen jobs where, um, just touching on my, my, my personal life a little bit, um, where I knew I wasn't qualified, hands down. I went in there, they loved me. Um, because for one, charisma, do not highlight what you don't have, highlight what you do have. I know I only have five years experience and I'm sure you're probably looking for someone with 10 years, but this is what I bring to the table. This is what I can do. Even if I can't do anything, I promise you, I'm a quick learner. I can do this. I can do that. And it quickly switches their personality. Now, it may not work for that, that. That method may not work for every job. They're like, look, it is what it is. We seriously do need someone with 20 years experience. We don't have time to train. But there are those one offs where or not even a one off, but a, a lot of times where I've seen where companies do not like know-it-alls. You would think they would want someone with the 15 years experience and all of these different, you know, you know, qualifications, but every company has a different culture. Sometimes they do not want to know it all. When people have been in a certain profession for so long, um, and I've actually heard this from different managers, different hiring managers, when, uh, um, when a um, when, when someone who's, who, when someone has been in a profession for so long, sometimes they're hard to train. They really are. Um, like I said, I've been in situations where, um, they saw that I was nowhere near qualified, but that is one of the things they highlighted that, okay, you seem very bright. And one thing that we kind of are entertaining is the fact that you would be learning our way. You will be learning our culture. You seem interested in what in in in, in the profession that we're, you know, um, the, the 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 duties that we're doing, the profession that we're carrying out. Um, so yeah, we're absolutely gonna take you serious because um, you have you you have you have the 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 gusto, and we can teach you our way versus someone who's stuck in their ways been there for or been in that profession for 20 years and it's constantly reminding them that they know everything so stop boxing yourself in you could potentially get that 60 70 80 90 thousand dollar salary um but stop limiting yourself really check and see what has god called you to be um also it it broadens your um your application pool too um I think especially those who don't have much experience in certain professions or you're just graduating college or you did a, you know, career change, whatever the case may be. If there's a hundred applications for entry level positions in that in that in that field, well, there's far, there's maybe 500 other, um, you know, position openings for, you know, mid to, you know, senior se- senior status in that career why not try all of them you're you're literally boxing yourself in i've been in the indeed rat race where it's a thousand applicants do you really think you're helping yourself by only applying for entry level just as long as you don't lie i mean you know i can't advise anybody on that you know what you can handle but if you have the 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 guts and they're willing to train and you and you and the hiring manager or whatever whoever's interviewing you have the understanding why not 
you've just now opened your options up and possibly more pay to a lot more of a pool or um a lot more of a yeah like an application pool or whatever the case may be or job pool i should say than you originally started off with you were only going for the forty thousand dollar a year job or whatever a thirty five thousand dollar a year job but a hiring manager at this other company consulting company or whatever the case may be i don't know i'm just making up something um they are actually starting off at sixty five thousand dollars a year and they've had a conversation before they even opened up this job post that they would be interested in kind of training somebody from the ground up so that they can take on their ways of the company their systems their process versus having to deprogram something deprogram somebody from another company that happens all the time trust me i've heard it before all right so enough about that i would say number seven keep people out of your business i mean everybody the tongue is vicious so for this point this goes back to um on a more biblical sense that i think we all can kind of see um sometimes you have to move in silence you don't know people could be cheering you on saying, oh, my gosh, I'm I'm so happy for you. I, you know, I can't believe, you know, you got this this thing or whatever the case may be. And then as soon as they leave your presence, they talk cash junk about you. The life and death is in the power of the tongue. Someone could literally talk you out of and I'm not saying not to your face, but in private, um, just depending Someone can literally talk you out of your, your promotion, you know, your, your come up. Do not say anything to anybody unless you can trust them. Really just be selective. I've learned this, guys, not to be negative, not in a negative sense, but I've seen it before. Um, I really try and be careful. I really, I, I, in, until it's in your lap, until you're walking in whatever you're putting your mind to, whatever that topic or that, that, that way of life is, um, you get a new job, I'll tell you on the first day I get it. <laughs> you know, you're I don't know, going for a certification, I'll tell you when I when I when I see that I've I've passed and I and that the the that certificate is now mine. People are people can be very vicious. Sometimes people do not root for us as much as they put on. <laughs> so move in silence. Unless you know for a fact it's someone who's your biggest fan and they literally like, you know, in the in, in the in in the heart of hearts that they sincerely are rooting for you. Be careful. Do not have a loose tongue because they might. <laughs> and yeah, life and death, guys, life and death. OK, so number eight, realize that a degree can't do everything for you unless you were majoring or working to become like a doctor or maybe even like a pilot something that's super specialized i've seen it time and time again with you know people i've gone to school with people in my personal life like at work whatever the case may be um a degree cannot answer all of your problems if you go into a job interview they're going to look at that piece of paper and say, well, that's nice. Um, at least we know you're you're committed. At least we know you're dedicated. But what else? What is your job experience? What is your what is the method to your madness? How does your brain work? This is, I think, a mistake a lot of people make. 
ask yourself, this degree that I'm spending $100,000 on, can someone walk into this job and do exactly what I what it, what took me four years to complete as a piece of paper? Now, this is not to this is not to downgrade or talk down on getting an education. I am the biggest advocate, even though I broke bad and I was a little bit risky in this area and I did not um, complete my degree consecutively. Like I did not go from first year all the way, you know, through my fourth or fifth or sixth year um, consecutively, which I'm working on. But I I didn't do the whole 18 to graduate at 22 thing. I strongly encourage people to, you know, further their career, bachelor's, master's, doctorate, whatever the case may be, associates, certificates, trade school, do it, go for it. Education is important. But please, 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 I've seen it happen on multiple situ- multiple occasions. A degree cannot answer all of your problems. If you go in for or for for a certain job, they're going to want to know what else. What else? Have you been doing an internship? Have you been, you know, what? So you went to school for four years and you took some classes. Okay, nice, very nice. At least we know you're studious. But how can we trust you with this particular position? What separates you and your math and English class um, between someone who who is smart and we can train from the ground up? You know, and I like I said, I've I've been on that on that receiving end where I have gone into positions where someone got a certificate, uh, associates, a bachelor's degree, and I'm sure it doesn't feel good because I don't have any of that. And I do I really do think that's God's grace, God's love, and just destiny manifestation. But I would say before you go and spend four years and thousands of dollars or um, whether it's a loan or scholarships, ask yourself for this degree, is it in high demand? And can I know for a fact that by getting this degree, I'm not wasting my time? That someone is not gonna walk in here, the hiring managers think that they're smart and train them from the ground up you're gonna be like but i have my degree i spent five years in school i spent four years in school i got i went to trade school i you know whatever the case may be and well if you're gonna spend that much time don't do not self-sabotage yourself in that way by wasting time and money off of something that they can just train they can just train you on you know i digress Number nine, how will the move, how will this move that I am making keep me afloat in the next 10 years, five years, two years, year, six months, the next day, whatever the case may be, really ask yourself the decisions that you're making. What does that look like for you in the next 10 years? Does that help you? Does it hurt you? Do not self-sabotage. Do not move off of feelings. Um, really, you know, and I know not everything has to be super calculated, but really ask yourself what I'm doing. Does this make sense for me? I've made this mistake before. (laughs) Number 10. Finally, at the bottom of the list, where is your happiness radar? 
Are you acting out of compulsion? Guilty. Yes. Are you acting out of compulsion? Are you doing things that you just, I don't know, it just sounds good. It's just, you know, are you are you making these decisions? Where's your mindset at? Are you just in a funk and just wanting to just throw yourself around? Where's your happiness radar? Where's your mentality at when you're making such huge life decisions? Um, and, and kind of ties into number nine. Does this make sense for you? Is this a power move? Um, even if it's not necessarily a power move, even if it's choosing a hobby. If the, the time or sometimes money is this is this does this make sense? Point blank, period. Does this make sense for me? So that's it, guys. Like I said, um, I'm sure that there's tons of other tips, but those are just my light. I would say for my own self, top 10 anti-self-sabotaging tips that can really help put you um, in the right direction. I have been in so many different scenarios. Um, I've been up, I've been down, whatever you want to call it. And usually, if I was up, I I, I aced one at least one of those um, tips. If I was down, I failed on one, you know. Uh, so that's all I have. I hope this helps. I hope this encourages the masses. I've seen those tips in various age groups from someone who's just getting into college to someone who is mid to end of their career and you know they they definitely um benefited from doing those things or not and they you know they suffered for it so all right, guys, until next time, I'm going to try and get another episode out. Probably I'm going to try this Sunday. So thank you for tuning in. Um, I am creating a website. I don't know if I've already told you guys. I am creating a website or a blog for the Daily Testimony. Um, I already have my Instagram account up. Um, follow at the Daily Testimony. And I'll see you guys next time.